Welcome to NP's Changing Practice. I'm Carol Berger. Hi, I'm Nina Zimmerman. So we are back with you this week, and this week we are here to give you um, some clinical, a clinical pearl that both of us, I think, like and didn't really have at the beginning of our practice, um, but have found super useful. Um, and so what it is, is called Gene Sight. Gene Sight, yeah. Now I'm going to share my screen and show you a little bit about it, okay? Yeah, what's that website, Carol? So this is Gene Sight, okay, that's how it's spelled. Yes. And the website is right here, and we're going to go to it, and we're going to look and see what it has to offer. So it's genesight.com, G-E-N-E-S-I-G-H-T.com, genesight.com. Gene is a gene and then sight, right? Um, and it's just a wall, one word, genesight.com. I encourage you to go there and to look for it. I will have to say that since it has come out, which has been several years now. Right, right. I just started using it a couple of years ago because we talked about it and I heard it at a conference. Yeah, but I think I started, I mean, I've, I've been um, about seven years ago. Yeah. Oh, good for you. Yeah, I've only used it for a couple of years. So it's, it's been around for a while, but it was so cool. We had the representative come out because what it used to be when, when you got somebody with depression or anxiety or any kind of bipolar or anything, we would give the screening test, which we still do, right? That's all there, but right. you wouldn't know which, you, you know, okay, I'm going to give an SSRI or an SSNRI, or I'm going to give, um, you know, um, a psychotropic, or I'm going to do something like that, but you don't know which one is going to be good for that patient. They all have this big black box warning that says, you know, this can cause somebody to become more suicidal. Right. And how do you know? You don't know. So we would be asking patients like, well, has anything worked for you in the past? You know, how, how about your families? Anybody been on a medication that really made worked well because we're, we're hoping for a connection, right? Well, now we don't have to do that. This is the beauty of Zinsight. This is a test. And what they do is they swab the cheek six times and swab the other side six times, put it in an envelope, send it up, and you get this beautiful report. Look at this yeah. right here. It's actually analyzing the, the patient's genes to look to see what the outcomes are of the medications that you want to prescribe commonly for depression, anxiety, ADHD, bipolar. Um, all kinds of different things. And if look at, you're going to get like a seven, yeah, you get this, this report. If you're listening, you get a report about, um, information about different common medications, what um, may have a drug reaction, what may have a significant drug reaction. But the, um, I think what's interesting about it is just because there's a significant drug to drug interaction doesn't necessarily mean it's bad. You just have to use that information to apply to your patient's situation. So let's look at this, what I've got sitting up here. And for those of you listening, I encourage you to go to the Gene Site website and absolutely take a look at it. Again, we will have a link for it on our website, NPS Changing Practice, so that you can uh, go to that and uh, check it out. It'll be in our toolkit for NPs. Okay. So, but but I've, I've got this up here on antidepressants. And I always tell my patients, look, when you get this report, you get it for life. Right. You don't change. So you're going to have this guide that you can have for life that's going to help you on antidepressants, uh, anti-anxieties, pain medication or whatever. But now look at this. You get a red, yellow, and green. 
So that's cool. But let's say, um, so this particular person, I'm going to like, well, Pristique is a pretty good one. This is a uh, uses directed. They're going to be fine with that. But what if I want to give them Prozac? Mm -hmm. Prozac is in the yellow column. And what I have here for this patient is one in four. Mm -hmm. I go down here and what does one tell me? Serum level may be too high. Lower dose Lower. required. Yeah. Oh, cool. I can, instead of giving 20, maybe I should start maybe. with 10. Right. Start lower. Start low and go slow with those types of patients. And you may be just as therapeutic and then not overdose them and have more um, interactions. If that is what, um, what it's saying to me as a practitioner. You can go down and look and see what these are telling you. And then even in the red section, let's say you wanted to do Zoloft. How many times do we give Zoloft? A lot. We give it a lot, but in this person, it's in the red category. So maybe I would want Prestique or Selexa or Lexapro or Effexor before I wanted to go to Zoloft. But what is two and four telling me? Serum level may be too low, higher doses. So we may have to, mm -hmm. instead of 50, it might need to be a hundred. Right. And, and uh, the other thing that when I talked to the rep was if it's in the red category, let's say they're doing okay on Zoloft or let's say their family member does well on Zoloft. So the patient was asking you for Zoloft. Well, maybe this, inf this information is helpful because you may know that it's going to take higher doses for this patient based on the report. So what I've learned too, and just like what Carol's saying is, even though there's significant gene to gene interaction, gene to drug interaction, it just means you may need to adjust the, the dosage for it to be effective, lower or higher for that patient. Um, for it to be effective. Not that it's bad. It's just, you need more information to, to make it be therapeutic for the patient. Make sure you go down and look at these clinical considerations. Don't just look at the color. So let's see what else we've got here. So this is the other thing. Methylfolate is. A yes. Methylfolate. This is really interesting. Let's see what we, methylfolate, there's a lot of people who are deficient in methylfolate. And what does methylfolate do? It, it allows the brain to utilize uh, serotonin better. So if you're deficient in it and we're giving you Zoloft, I, I loved how the rep always described it to me. It goes like, if you're giving a dog a bath, right? You got a tub, you got a stopper and you got a faucet. Mm -hmm. okay? the, the, uh, the faucet would represent the Zoloft. Yep. Stopper would represent the methylfolate. If you can't utilize the medicine, it's going to run right through and it's mm -hmm. not going to be concentrated the way it should. Well, they give you whether this person has this methylfolate deficiency or not, and it'll be green, yellow, or red. And that means that they, this person here significantly reduces folic acid conversion. Now they have a product called Deplin. Oh, this is a great product. And Deplin is actually a really, really, really good product. Let me see if I can go to where Deplin is at. Where am I at? Okay, hold on. I'll find it. There we go. Let me go to that site. Deplin is a good adjunct. So let's say you, you put somebody on uh, Zoloft. Mm -hmm. Don't do as well as you'd like. Mm -hmm. right? And you do this gene site. You find out Zoloft's a pretty good medicine for them. You're on the right drug dosage for them, right? But they're just not getting the, um, the right response. But the gene site tells you they are methylfolate deficient. Mm -hmm. 
adjunct is Deplin. Deplin is already broken down in, and, and it is, it, it does work better than the generic it does. over the counter. Yeah, it does work better than generic. It's not that generic wouldn't work. Some people just do the generic. I have had patients that had some success, but I do believe Deplin subjectively with my patients has been better. And so what it does is you give them 15 milligrams a day of this Deplin um, and it boosts it, it. It's, it's the stopper of the tub. So now the Zoloft has a better chance of working right now. I have personally seen in patients where they have really tried everything and nothing seemed to work. Um, Deplin do a huge, huge, huge difference. Um, And, and I, you know, either it's going to work or it's not. Right. Right. The other thing that's important about this is, you know, you get the serotonin poop out syndrome is what I've read about. And similar to what Dr. I like how Dr. Berger actually described it better, but you know, if they want to stay on Zoloft or they found it to be pretty effective. And then the last, you know, let's say they've been on it for a while and it's just not as effective. Some patients, especially when you have this gene site um, um, analysis um, to know whether they can really benefit from Deplin um, will really, it really, really will help before you change medicine. Not to say that you may not have to change medicine for patients with, you know, with um, mood disorders, you may, but this is another option, especially if you have that information on your gene site uh, uh, analysis report for your patient, that they are deficient in folic acid and they would benefit from it. So it's a really great tool to think about. Um, The other thing though is cost. So um, it it depends on the patient and their insurance carrier. I have a tip for that. Yes. Talk about that. The tip is this brand direct. Mm -hmm. I believe they're still the same company, but you know, things could have changed, but brand direct was the pharmacy that had um, made um, an agreement with the people who produce Deplin and Metinex. And I'm going to talk about Metinex in a different uh, segment. Yes. Made by the same company. And Brand Direct is a uh, mail-in pharmacy. Yes. And here they have very, I mean, you can get Deplin for $50 a month. Yes. And it's, yes, that's very helpful. The other thing I'm talking about in terms of, of cost is the, the, you know, the gene site actual testing. So I've had a couple of patients do this and they've called and um, one insurance carrier did um, 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 help pay for this. And another one did not, but they got, um, they got some assistance. I believe it was a couple hundred dollars assistance to actually pay for the test. So there are, there are payment plans and some insurance uh, carriers, medical insurance does cover that test. So um, it's very easy if you want to actually prescribe it uh, and you get information about it as a prescriber, when you set up your account, there is information for the patient to be able to call. There's a, there's a website link and a, and a phone to call, and they can very easily find out if it's going to be $330 or if it's something that their insurance will carry, will, will cover. I just put um, up what they've got here um, on GeneSight and it's under cost. On yes. The- of patients pay $330 or less for their gene site test. And they did have payment plans. Medicare Part B covers it. You will have zero out-of-pocket 
costs, Medicare Advantage covered tests, you'll be expected to cover a portion, typically 330 or less. Medicaid, zero out of pocket. Mm-hmm. That's big. Saying that again, Medicaid, zero out of pocket. Yes. Commercial or other insurances uh, vary, but it won't cost you more than $330. And they do have payment plans. Right. And I try to tell my patients that this is something they'll own for the rest of their life because you only have to have it done once. Well, and if it's a patient that's really difficult to get um, to treat um, or they're very scared, like I had a patient that was really scared to try um, uh, antidepressants, they had been on them before and hadn't been successful and they didn't want to be on a medication to have them gain weight. And they were very open to this. And this really helped when we had the report back and we could decide, I could decide what would be a good uh, drug for them. And they also were folic acid deficient. So we ended up ending, adding Deflin later on. So it has, it has really helped me um, as a provider. Again, you know, with your partnership with your patient, maybe something they're open to, and this is great. And then other patients will be like, no, I, I'm not really interested, but I mean, it's an option for you. It's something for you to have in your toolkit, in your toolbox to say, Hey, I have a product I can use. It won't cost you more than $330. It might cost you nothing if you're Medicare or Medicaid. Um, And so we can get this for you and be more specific. We can sit down, look at it together and look and see with your family history, what other people in your family have tried and come up with the right medicine for you and feel comfortable with that. Or we can just try something. You know, we can know if you're uh, methylfolate deficient Um, and you can explain to them that in order Deplin, the way Deplin is made is they're breaking it down to the point where they can concentrate it enough to be useful in the brain and it'll cross the blood brain barrier. If I just take folic acid over the counter, Mm -mm. it's going to be broken down six times before it crosses the blood time barrier. So I'm only getting one sixth of it. Yeah. It's not as good. If I don't have, if I have a deficiency to where I don't utilize it well anyway, then I'm really getting that much of anything. So just some really great uh, tips. This one, I can't wait until we have reports like this for antibiotics. Me too. You know, other medications, uh, especially when you think about, you know, medications for seizures or Parkinson's or dementia, what works, what doesn't work for each individual person. This is based on your DNA. um, And your metabolism too, of how your metabolism works for different medications and different, um, you know, um, different um, cycles of the metab- of your metabolism too that we talk about for interactions, drug interactions. It's really amazing tool. Um, I think it's been very helpful for some of my patients and I, I wish I knew about it sooner. I know um, our colleagues in mental health do use it. So it's something that you can use. A lot use. of psychiatrists use it almost on the first day. They yep. want to they get the the right match for you. And that's really what it is. We have these broad categories of medicines, SSRIs, SSNRIs, but everything is made a little differently and your body is a little different. So your body is going to react differently than my body is. So that's right. That's right. Anyway, we want to keep bringing these tips to you. um, And we hope to that you'll keep tuning in uh, for more episodes of NP's Changing Practice. Bye guys. Bye everyone. Check out the website and keep listening to the podcast.